Chapter 43. Las Gambas, Costa Rica. Search for the black-cheeked ant tanager. The bus was pretty empty and we sat down at the back with our huge bags on the seats next to us. A mad American woman in the seats in front of us turned around and started telling us how much she needed to go to the toilet. After ten minutes she could hold on no longer and went to the front to beg the driver to pull over, which he did, and everybody peered out of the right side of the bus at her taking a piss. I was on the left. The bus driver was going really fast down a steep slope, and the back tires of the bus made horrible screeching sound every time he went round a corner. We spent the day at a beach town of Dominical, before continuing south to my next birding spot. We weren't sure where to get off the bus at Golfito, so we stayed on until the last stop, which was a duty-free area called Zona Libre. I asked where the town centre was, and I was told it three kilometres back along the way we'd come. We took the bus back and walked along trying to find a place to stay. We were so tired that we just took the first place we saw, which wasn't very nice. We went to buy some bread and avocados for birding the next day, and went back to our dirty, termite-infested room. There were holes in the windows and walls which mosquitoes came through. We didn't sleep well. I found out that the road to Las Gambas started at Zona Libre, where we'd been dropped off when we first arrived. I planned to leave at 6am, but it was almost 7 by the time we left the hotel, bleary-eyed, both of us tired and lacking in sleep as the mosquitoes had kept us awake. A bus came along and we were soon outside the entrance to the duty-free area, where the stalls were just starting to open up. We'd come quite far south and the bird life had changed considerably. Lots of common South American species were starting to appear. There were lots of parrots flying around and a few toucans as well. On an overhead wire I saw grey-capped flycatchers for the first time and they were seemingly common here. The Danish birders I'd met told me that I could find the endangered black-cheeked ant tanager at the Esquinas Rainforest Lodge near the town of Las Gambas, ten kilometres along the road. We'd already walked quite far down the road when a nice man stopped to give us a lift. It was midday by the time we reached Esquinas and roasting hot. The lodge was a very posh place full of well-to-do Germans. The somewhat over-friendly guy at reception said we were welcome to walk the trails and said that there was no charge, which was at odds with the Danes who said that it was five dollars to get in. We had a rest in the shade of the gardens and watched the scarlet rump caciques and the scarlet rump tanagers feeding on bananas they'd put out. The forest was deathly quiet, and in an hour's walk we only saw three or four species, good ones though they were. We did see lots of bairds, trogons calling away in the forest near the lodge. There was no sign of the ant tanagers, so I figured we would try and get here earlier tomorrow morning. Out of curiosity, we asked how much it was to stay here. I pretended that my parents were interested in coming. The guy told me with a smile that it was $100 per person per night. I nodded thoughtfully and tried to not let the shock show on my face. As we walked back, I started daydreaming about opening a rainforest lodge and charging these kind of prices. The road had almost no traffic on it, and when the first truck approached, we put our thumbs out optimistically. The joke of a driver gave us a thumbs up back and carried on driving. We couldn't believe it. Maybe he realised that what we were doing a little further on and stopped for us. We jumped in the back and we were soon at Zona Libre. Our food and water had run out a long while ago and the heat of the day had created a rare thirst in us. We bought three pipas frias, ice cold coconuts, and gulped them down in seconds. Then we bought some fresh orange juice, half a huge watermelon and a huge bag of oranges. Despite the Danes having seen the black-cheeked ant tanager without difficulty, I had failed and I didn't know of any other reliable sights. We managed to leave earlier the next day and caught the bus straight to Zona Libre and from there along the Las Gambas road. The day before we'd walk most of the morning but we needed to get there as early as possible. 
There was very little traffic as usual, but a jeep came along soon and stopped when I put my thumb out. The guy was quite chatty and I got to practice my Spanish a little. He was going to visit his family about a hundred kilometres away in some indigenous reserve. He dropped us at the turning for Esquinas and we started walking along the road. There was a small stream along it and I spotted a beautiful American pygmy kingfisher perched on a low branch overlooking the water. There was a research station on the way called Tropenstacion. I read a sign on the gate which I'd missed yesterday, which said that it was five dollars to walk around. I realised that this must have been the place that the Danes had seen the bird. We walked into the main building and I chatted with some Austrian university students. All the people that worked here seemed to be out in the field, but the students didn't seem to think it would be a problem for us to walk around. We didn't think we needed to bring any money today and we only had enough for one of us to go in. My girlfriend wasn't feeling too well anyway and she was quite happy to sit down in the shade. I walked around the building where the Danes said they'd seen it, but all I saw was a black-striped sparrow. I headed into the dark forest. I saw the silhouette of a small animal creeping along the forest floor. It was an agouti, a large guinea pig-like mammal. When it saw me, it bolted, hopping along the forest floor like a kangaroo. The trail soon came to a clearing where some trees had fallen. I played my recording of the ant tanager to refresh my memory, and a few seconds later I heard the same call coming from across the clearing. I only saw them briefly, but it was enough to see what they were, and managed to get a recording of their vocalizations as well. I walked back with a smile on my face. We got back to Golfito quite early, so we had a bit of a siesta before heading out to do some internet. We got a real shock when a foreign couple walked past the window, and I realized that it was Scott and Michelle, the Canadian couple we'd met in Orosi. They were heading to Puerto Jimenez the next day, so we arranged to meet up for breakfast and catch the boat together. I woke early in the morning and went along to some mangroves across from the courthouse. One of the Danish guys said he'd seen the endangered mangrove hummingbird here. After getting dropped off by the bus, I walked slowly along the edge of the mangroves. The northern migrant prothonotary warblers were common here. I stopped every once in a while to listen for the sound of hummingbirds' wings. When I heard them, my heart skipped a beat, but it was only the common rufous-tailed hummingbird, not the one I was looking for. I gave up in the end. I'd have another chance to see them later on.